0: they on Zoom. Pops, they didn't hear me. K-Kids is live! See your teachers and your friends. Learn about God, sing, and dance and have so much fun. Be sure to sign into Zoom and if you need the link, just RSVP on the K-Chapel app. We'll see you on November 5th at 7pm.
1: Hello, I'm Latrice Westbrooks, candidate for the Mississippi Supreme Court. I'm reaching out asking you for your support, your prayers, and vote. During these uncertain and pivotal moments in our state and country, what keeps me grounded and hopeful is that I know that the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. I am a woman of faith. I have been active in church since I was nine years old and remain active today at K Chapel. We have seen the Confederate flag come down. Let us, as Mississippians, continue to move the needle in the right direction in establishing justice that upholds social progress. I humbly ask that you elect me as your next Supreme Court justice, because justice consists not in being neutral between right and wrong, but in finding out the right and upholding it. The race is November 3rd.
2: I know about voting, I know that voting is important because it's how we choose who is president and who basically gives us laws and how our society basically functions is through voting. Voting is when a group of people get together and they decide on what they want um, out of their society and to better the future. The
0: right to vote means that you have the chance to vote. And since we have our ancestors who fought so hard for us to have the right, then that means we should take it seriously because it's an awesome chance for us to state our opinion.
1: I think voting is the right to express yourself about different issues and concerns going on in our government. It's important and it's like a right, you know? If you can vote, it's
2: important. Like, it's an honor to know how to vote. When we vote for student council and student body president, You try to pick people who you know are gonna do a good job and who you know will try to get the most things accomplished and who basically make the school environment positive and exciting and fun. Choose capable people to do the job and who will do a good job for everyone. Well, I did it on like how responsible that person is, not just like, oh, they're pretty popular. I did it on like, oh, I know her and I know that she's a hard worker or I know him and I know that he gets his work done and he actually um, is really determined and trying to get everyone included, not just, oh, she's popular, so I'm going to choose her. So it's really based on like their worth ethic and if, they're, if they really are a good leader. Um, I would say think about the future, um, think about how your, cause your vote matters and your vote can determine what's gonna happen when this generation grows up and the future that they're gonna have.
1: They should vote, like if you want to get a change or you want to see something different in our government, I feel like they need to vote. Whether you need to sign up and vote or you register or you don't want to vote, I feel like you need to vote. I say vote because I can't
2: vote and so you should vote for children vote
0: for what is for the future? I'd say like, hey, come on, you got to go vote because if you don't vote, the person you want to be voted for, he might lose because by one vote and that could be because of you and you didn't go vote. So now that you have the right to go vote, you should take advantage of that. Good morning, K-Chapel. My name is Deshaun Wolf. Can you do something for me? Get up and get out and go vote at the polls, November the 3rd. And to make our community and environment better and safer. Thank you, k members. Go vote! Go vote!
3: Christ, this is the day that the Lord has made we are rejoicing and we
4: are glad about it so glad to have you in the sanctuary you know what sanctuary I'm talking about your personal sanctuary at home thank you for worshiping with us amen come on bless the Lord in your house bless the Lord in your apartment bless the Lord wherever you are let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord don't you know the Lord is good His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. Go ahead and share this with your neighbor. Share it with your friends. Let them know that you're watching K-Chapel right now. We are online and we are live right here coming from 1000 West Ridgeway Street. How, oh, how good it is to bless the name of the Lord. Listen, we're here to worship him for he who is worthy to be praised. Amen. Listen, won't you join me in a word of prayer as we get ready to praise the Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you this morning for who you are for all that you have done oh how good you are God We thank you, God, for waking us up this morning, for clothing us in our right minds. God, and on the edge of another election, Lord, we're just going to give you worship and praise. For we believe that your will shall be done in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you for a safe election. We thank you for a fair election. We thank you for a just election. And, God, we thank you that your will shall be done in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, have your way. Come across this land. Come across this nation feel us with your presence feel us with your spirit in the name of jesus and lord right now we've come to worship you we've come to praise you we've come to give you glory we've come to give you honor and so lord let everything that we do be pleasing in your sight in jesus name and for his sake we pray amen Amen. and amen amen. listen go on and stand to your feet because i promise you it's time to praise the lord come on praise
5: Praise. I command my soul to bless the Lord. I command my soul to bless the Lord. I command my soul to, yeah. bless, the oh. my soul to bless the Lord. I command my soul to bless the
6: Lord.
5: This morning to to come me on take soul
4: his name. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless his name. I don't know about y'all. I feel that. Hallelujah. My soul came to bless the name of the Lord. My soul shall bless his name. My hands will bless his name. My feet will bless his name. Bless his name. Let everything
6: that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
4: Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. I'm going to try to get to the deacon. Amen. Amen. Bless his name. Bless you, bless you. Joshua Duvall is here. Amen, Joshua.
0: Good morning, my name is Joshua DeWall. The scripture for the morning will come from Exodus, the third chapter. I'll be reading verses nine through 14. It reads as follows. And now the cry of the Israelites have reached me and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites out of Egypt. But Moses said, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. And this will be the sign to you that it is, and I have and I who have sent you. When you worship God on this mount, when you will worship God on this mount. Moses said to Moses said to God, Suppose I will go to Israelites and say to them, The God of your father has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is His name? Then will then what shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God's word for God's people. Amen. Amen. Mm. Yes. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we to say thank you for your many blessings. Thank you. We thank you for putting your hedge of protection around our families daily. As we journey to and from school during this pandemic, Father, we thank you for ordering our steps, keeping us encouraged and keeping us safe. We thank you, Lord, for our pastor and our entire church, K Chapel Church family and the ability to remain connected during these challenging times. Father, last week, we asked you that today's lesson inspires to remain faithful in our work and the types of Christians you want to attend us to be. We ask that in these other blessings in your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
4: Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen. Can y'all say amen, amen for young Joshua? Amen. amen. God bless you, Joshua. Yes. Amen. Amen. My soul. Amen. Y'all caught your breath. Amen. We we call that the workout song. Amen. But I I feel that praise in my spirit. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, it's time for us to now give in this our offering. You know, there are any number of ways that we give. We give by way of our church app. We also can text the number that's on our screen to give. We also ask that you drop your offering off or mail it to the the, uh, office. However you give, uh, just make sure that you do so liberally regularly and cheerfully because god still loves a cheerful giver it's time to give we want you to now give in this our tithe and our offering periods Mm -hmm. the praise team is coming again
5: you know this morning sunday school lesson was about salvation and the question was posed what is the greatest thing that we possess and the lesson told us and shared with us that it was salvation, the salvation of our souls. And so this morning, or every day when we wake up and we give thanks for being alive, we should remember and give thanks for the one who gave his life for our salvation. Mm, what has done for me? is so amazing, the love he has for me, I cannot explain, Thank you. but all I know is I once was lost, but now I'm found, I was blind, but now I see, and I know he will do. For you, what He's done for me. What He's done for me. It's so, it's so amazing the love He, has, the love he for you, has for me. I cannot explain. I cannot
4: And I know he will do for me, but he's not for me. And And I know, and I know, and I know. Saints, y'all keep praying. If y'all keep praying, I'm telling you, this thing will get, it will work. Amen. You all keep praying. God bless you. What he's done.
6: What he's done for me. My God,
4: my God, my God. Come on. Somebody bless the Lord this morning. Somebody bless the Lord this morning. Amen. 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 God bless you. Joshua, do you mind praying again? Amen. Amen. I want the people to hear your prayer, amen. Amen. God bless you. Go ahead and pray again, sir.
0: Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this offering that is being received today as it be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As we journey through these days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journey, guide our footsteps, and the Holy Spirit watch over us in every path we follow. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen.
4: Amen, God bless you, God bless you. Thank you so much, God bless you. Listen, as I uh, started out with uh, our service, reminding you, I certainly don't need to remind you that we are in the midst of uh, election season. Uh, In just a few days, we will uh, go to the polls all across this nation and cast our ballots uh, for the candidates of our choice. Uh, Very important time, critical times that we face uh, in our state and in our nation. And we want to be led in the right way to make the right choices so that the right people are representing the right causes. Amen. Amen. And so we're delighted this morning to have one of our own who stopped by. Amen. And she's no stranger to us. And she's going to come uh, for a, a last minute appeal just before the election. Our own Judge Latrice Westbrooks. Won't you come now? Greet your K Chapel family. Amen. And let them know what you want them to know just a few days before the election
1: thank you pastor Buckley to my pastor and first lady and to my K Chapel family I am your candidate Latrice Westbrooks and I'm running because first I'm qualified I'm dedicated and I'm fair but not only that I believe, like you, it's time to continue to move the needle of justice in a direction that serves all Mississippians, no matter our station in life. November 3rd is an important election and this time we cannot afford to sit this one out. So I'm imploring all of you to get to the polls. Take 10 people with you to the polls or tell 10 people and have them tell 10 more people and then have them tell 10 more people to get to the polls and vote. When you're in line, stay in line. Don't get out until you've had your time to exercise your right to vote. Our court system is critically and vitally important in our system of justice. So November 3rd, we have an opportunity to care about the judges who represent us. Every judge in Mississippi is elected, except for municipal judges. That includes your justice court, circuit court, county court, and yes, your Supreme Court justices. And K. Chapel family, I'm here because I represent us i want to thank my k chapel family i want to thank pastor and first lady dr buckley i will also like to thank my mission circle my women of faith circle and of course the youth department for all of the support and love you've given me throughout the summer let's do this together we've got a final push to make it to the polls to elect the judge justice of our choice latrice westbrooks
4: amen amen <laughs> judge stay right there for just a minute stay right there for just a minute um, because as as you have are making um, the case uh, for and certainly you always listen to cases uh, brought before you maybe there's some who are watching who don't uh, who don't know and maybe didn't uh, tune into the Bible study this week where you had an opportunity to further explain, mm-hmm. we got a little more time. Okay, so okay. so why don't you take just a moment and tell us how you're already serving uh, as an appellate judge, what that means, what you're Hallelujah. able to do, and what moving to the Supreme Court uh, justice, moving to that seat, uh, means for the state of Mississippi.
1: Thank you, Pastor. First of all, I am a court of appeals judge, and what that means is that we hear appeals that are brought to us from the circuit court, from the circuit and chancery courts here in Mississippi. We don't take trials, we don't seat juries, we don't take evidence. Witnesses from the witness stand. We do none of that. All of that is done when it comes to my court. So when it comes to my court, my court, we're looking at the record. We're trying to see if there were any inconsistencies or errors that were made on the trial court level. And if there were, we are bound to reverse that case and send it back to the circuit court or the chancery court or county court. But if everything was done the way that it should it's supposed to be done then we affirm the case. Now the Supreme Court is the court of last resort in the state of Mississippi. Every state in the union has a Supreme Court. And so most of the decisions that are made on the the state level, 95% of the cases in our country are determined and made by the Supreme Court. We have three branches of government. You have your executive branch, your legislative branch, and your judicial branch. For every one statute, every one law that comes out of the state legislature, you may have 50 cases interpreting that one law. So what does that mean, Pastor? That means that the Mississippi Supreme Court is shaping and interpreting laws. And I am here because I wanna make sure that the laws that are being interpreted are incorruptible and that they are fair for every single Mississippian. So please join me, that's why our court system is is important because our court system, just like our legislative branch, is making laws that we all have to live and and are governed by. So please join me in voting for me to be your next Supreme Court Justice. Let's make history on every level of Mississippi and on November 3rd. Thank you. Amen.
4: Amen. Amen. Judge Westbrooks is an is an amazing judge. Uh, judge, you you got a you've written a, a decision that's going to the the, the nation's Supreme yes. Court, isn't that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I was um, um, on my level, on the Court of Appeals level, we write opinions. That's how we we speak. We speak through our opinions. And so my first year on the bench. I wrote an opinion that is impactful for juvenile justice here in Mississippi. That opinion was reviewed by the Mississippi Supreme Court. Justice Jim Kitchens wrote an opinion um, based on what I wrote. And now that opinion is right now in the, the, the chambers of the U.S. Supreme Court. Amen. That is... That Amen. is impactful not just for the juvenile justice here in mississippi but that can impact what happens around the nation amen so that's how critical and important our roles are on the mississippi supreme court and that is not to be taken lightly and that actually pastor is going to take place on november 3rd on election day wow
4: wow They will be hearing your opinion in the Supreme Court on Election Day.
1: They have read my opinions, they are looking at it, and they are going to definitely make a decision. So I'm praying that the U.S. Supreme Court will do the right thing. We can't change what happened last week on the U.S. Supreme Court, the changes in the judiciary. But we have a say-so in what's happening right here in Mississippi Amen. on November 3rd. And so we really need to make sure that we make the right choice.
4: Amen. God bless you. Thank, Thank you, you, you so much. Judge Westbrook, come on. Let's hear from her. Put some thumbs up. Amen. Let's make sure we go out and get the voting done. Listen, y'all, I've got a, I've got a, new, I've got a new voter uh, in my household, y'all. Uh, Jonathan voted for the first time. Amen. Yeah, he voted for the first time. I, I took him, I took because he's absentee as a student, I, I took him to the Hines County Courtyard. We got there at 745 yesterday morning. We voted at 1045. That's how long the line It was wrapped around the building. And when we finished voting, the line was still wrapped around the building. So that, that's a good indication. Amen. I'm so glad, so glad to hear that and see that. Uh, But on Tuesday, on Tuesday, we've got to get out and get the vote out as well. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Well, I believe we got one more song and we're going to get into the word. Amen. Thank you so much. Praise team. You all are blessing our hearts. Uh, We'll hear one more from the praise team and then it's time to hear the word of God.
1: We serve an amazing God. Yes, we
3: do. Yes.
1: He is amazing in spite of. He is going to continue to be amazing. Yes. We just thank you, God, for your amazing love, your amazing grace. You. Just your
5: amazing self,
1: we
0: just yes. thank you. Yes. Thank you. We thank you.
5: life. We bless you, God. Oh, we bless you. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. you're amazing.
6: You're amazing. Oh, amazing. You're so
5: amazing. You're amazing. You cause the sun, the sun and moon to shine. I'm so glad you're mine. Oh, I'm glad to say you're mine. We say we stand, stand you. In all
4: Know the Lord is amazing this morning. What an amazing God, an amazing God we serve. Amazing God He is. Amen. God is absolutely amazing. Amen. 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 Well, kind of a new look, new format. So y'all hang with me. Amen. Y'all, y'all gonna roll with me today? <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Listen, it's preaching time, and uh, I'm going to preach to you, but I kind of just want to talk to you as well uh, as we approach this very important, very crucial national election. Critical times for our nation. uh, Amazingly important time for our state where we can let our voices be heard. And in so doing, I believe, let God's will be known. And so I want to thank you, Joshua, uh, for the reading of of God's word this morning uh, out of the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 3. Very familiar passage where God is basically enlisting Moses uh, to service. And he says to Moses, in so many words, I've chosen you to go to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. I've heard the cries of the children of Israel. And God says to Moses, I'm taking you off of this backside of the mountain where you've been tending and keeping sheep. And I want you to go and tell Pharaoh that I've heard my children's cries. I want to use as a subject this morning, and you read it in your own hearing, these are verses 9 through 14, but I want to talk from the subject this morning, lift every voice. Lift every voice. Lift every voice. In just two days, another national election will take place, and this election promises to be one for the history books. As a nation, we will go to the polls in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. On November 3rd, as we make our way to the polls with what appears to be a resurgence of that pandemic throughout this country, we also go on the heels of social unrest sparked by uh, the murders of unarmed black men and women this summer. You know, we've seen so much over the course of the last eight months. Doesn't feel like it's just been eight months, but if you think about it, we have witnessed absolutely so, so much. We've seen civil rights leaders, soldiers, stick their swords in the sands of time to study war no more. We've seen COVID-19 take the lives of over 224,000 Americans. We've seen an American president be be impeached for only the third time in American history. We've seen a lot. We've seen 32 named hurricanes this year two of which hit the same city, Lake Charles, Louisiana. We've seen murder hornets (laughs) invade the West Coast, but we've also seen murders and homicides increase right here in Jackson. We watched an American policeman uh, with the cavalier smirk of a big game hunter choke the very life of an unarmed black man who was in his dying breath, cried out for his already deceased mother. Mm. We've seen American cities go up in flames. We've seen people around the world speak now loudly and clearly and declare with us who have been kissed by nature's son, Black Lives Matter. We've even seen an American governor targeted by a militia For kidnapping. We've seen some strange things in the last eight months. And if you don't think this is a strange and uncertain times, let me point you to the fact that Walmart just a few days ago took all of their guns and ammunition off of the shelves. If you don't think we're in some unusual times, even Walmart says, We need to make sure that in this political climate of unrest that that we don't add to the to the fire. It's an unusual time. But we should know that this is not the first time that we have had to conduct an election in the context of extraordinary circumstances. Not the first time. And I know Senator Frazier is here this morning. He's a great scholar of history. Uh, he knows that in 1918, the Spanish flu pandemic uh, was was upon America, but also we were in the midst of World War I. And in the midst of the Spanish flu and World War I, there were the midterm elections in November of that year. And American citizens wearing masks urged to practice social distancing, made their way to the polls to lift their voices by casting their ballots. And so while this moment that we face is unusual, it is not unprecedented. We've been here as a nation before. We got through it then, we'll get through it now. Despite all that this election promises to be, we will get it but we should not be satisfied with just getting through this election i pray that in this election that in spite of all of the unusual circumstances that we will be the mouthpieces of god speaking his will for this nation and don't tell me don't tell me that god doesn't get involved in politics don't tell me that God doesn't get involved in national elections. Don't, don't tell me that God is not concerned with the politics of a nation or the conditions of the people that make up the nation. The scriptures are replete with instances where God gets tired with kings. He gets tired with rulers. He gets tired with those in authority over his people, and he intervenes for his people on their behalf. And when God gets tired of immoral leaders, when God grows weary of unjust leaders, when God grows tired of tyrannical kingdoms run by treacherous kings, God will speak through the mouths of his prophets and through the mouths and cries of his people. We've just got to be willing to cry out, to lift every voice, to speak up, to cry out, to speak truth to to power, to declare the word and the will of God. So in our few moments together this morning, just two points I want to give you from this scripture. Number one, if you've been (laughs) on the fence considering sitting this one out, thinking that the lines are going to be too long. The, uh, the, the, the COVID might get you. Uh, you know, we put the in front of everything. Um, thinking, you know, that, that the, the intimidation of, of threats may be too much. Or, or just thinking that your voice and your vote doesn't matter. I want to give you two reasons why you have to get up and vote on Tuesday. Number one, here it is. America needs to hear... Voices of righteousness America needs to hear voices of righteousness. It's been said judge that um, When good people don't vote bad people get elected When good people don't say something bad people speak up when good people don't do anything bad people do everything so believers are not to remain silent in uncertain times We got to dare to be the mouthpieces of God's righteous will. We must be the vessels through which his voice uh, is heard. We must be the vehicles that God uses to drive his purposes and his plans into the earth. Because hear me, it does not take long for evil to spread. Hear me what I said. It doesn't take long for evil to spread. Think about this. Go back to history. In 1930, In 1930, think about this. In 1930, Germany was a democracy. Listen to what I said. In 1930, Germany was a democracy. In 1934, Hitler was in power. Four years. Did y'all hear me? In 1930, Germany was a democracy. By 1934, Hitler was in power. And in just a few years, after some key legislation had been passed, after some executive orders had been written, and after some national landmarks had been destroyed, the, the parliament building had been burned, after all those things had taken place, German Nazism became a reality. Now all I'm saying to you is it doesn't take long to change the course of a nation. Which means you cannot sit an election out thinking it to be inconsequential. Elections have consequences and not saying anything, not voting, sitting this out, giving it the sense, giving into a sense of apathy. All of these things have consequences. The trajectory of an entire nation can change in four years. The attitude of a nation can change and has changed in four years. What we've come to accept as normal behavior can change and has changed in four years. Who we understand ourselves to be can change in four years. Our standing in the world can change and has changed in four years. Landmark legislation can be gutted and has been gutted in four years. The makeup of the Supreme Court can change and has changed in four years. The respect that we have for the free press, the respect that we have for free speech, all of that can change in very little time when good people don't say anything. Proverbs 29 and 2 says this, and when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. In other words, elections are an opportunity for us to lift our voices about what kind of leaders, what kind of people, what kind of judges, what kind of senators we want representing us. And Tuesday gives us the opportunity to lift the voice of righteousness and say to the world and to our nation that there are still some things that matter. There's still some core values that mean something about who we are and what we believe to be important in defining the character of our country. There's still some fundamental precepts and principles to which we hold dear. On Tuesday, we can say to the world and to our country, honesty still matters, humility still matters, compassion still matters, human dignity and human decency still matter, upright living still matters, integrity still matters, character still matters, and for this nation, a more perfect, union still matters. Freedom of press, that should still matter. We shouldn't be making the press an enemy. That matters. Freedom of speech should still matter. Freedom of religion should still matter. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness should still matter. All men being created Equal should still matter. A nation whose lady liberty declares, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. That should still matter. And Tuesday's vote helps to clarify that it does. Number two, and I'm already finished. Number two, America needs to hear the cries for justice. America needs to hear the cries for justice. Now hear me. Here's what I know for sure. I might get in trouble, but that's all right, it won't be the first time. There is no party in America that can claim to have the market on God. One of the problems, one of the problems, Senator Fraser, In American politics, particularly over the last 30 years, quite frankly, is that we have allowed for a kind of politicization of religion whereby a brand of hard-leaning conservative or hard-leaning liberal politics have been shrouded in a cloak of religious trappings, and we have allowed certain groups and factions to say they are the God Party. Depending on where you sit and how you view the world, you have a religious base that can feed you its political ideology and then convince you that God backs it. The danger in that is when we determine that the ideology is more important than the individual being elected. When the politics are more important than the person, When the agenda is more important than those who are being elected, we set ourselves and our nation on a trajectory of unrighteousness. Because even if you get your ideology and your agenda advanced, you have to consider at what cost. What did it cost? What were you willing to give up in order to get? what you think makes this a better nation? What deal did you have to make, not with others, but with yourself? What, what 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 did you have to compromise? What ethics did you have to lay aside while you cast that ballot or cast that vote? Because you believe that that person would advance your agenda, even though that person doesn't represent Very much of anything that you really hold true. Again, Proverbs 29 and 2, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. In other words, it matters who's in authority. It matters who sits in seats of power. It matters who listens to cases. It matters who interprets the Constitution and precedent law. It matters who writes decisions. It matters who drafts bills and who passes legislation. And, believe, and I believe that it matters to God who we put in positions of authority because it impacts the people of a nation and the world in which we live. So I'm through, but I'm not going to tell you that God is on the side of Republicans. I'm not going to tell you that God is on the side of the Democrats. I believe that what the Bible shows us is that God is on the side of the oppressed. That's what this text shows us. God heard the cries of his children. God is on the side of those who suffer. God is on the side of those who are persecuted. God is on the side of the outcast. God is on the side of those who have been abused and misused. That's why those who marched through the American South in the 60s could sing that song, We Shall Overcome overcome. And then when they got to that third verse, it says, God is on our side. How could they declare such? Because the God of the Bible resists the proud. He is on the side of the humble. The God of the Bible is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. The God of the Bible works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. The God of the Bible cares for the fatherless, the widows, and the orphans. The God of the Bible stands for the weak and covers the weary. The God of the Bible is not a republic, is not a democrat, but he clearly takes sides. And he hears the cries of his people. And I don't care how much the stock market rises. A booming economy cannot drown the cries of over 500 immigrant children who have been separated from their parents. God cares and he hears the cries of his people. He hears the cries of those grieving from the loss of loved ones caught in the politicization of science and wearing masks. He hears the cries of those impacted by systems of racism, systems of classism, systems of elitism that are instituted to keep a permanent underclass in place. He hears the cries of those mothers and daughters who find no justice for the murders of their unarmed children by officers who acted inappropriately, and the be fair about this. Listen, he hears the cries of those families grieving the loss of their loved ones senselessly gunned down by violence in these city streets whose blood has stained the soil of this city in record proportion. He hears the cries of those business owners whose stores are being broken into in Jackson. He hears the cries of parents whose children attend failing schools in failing school district. He hears the cries of people who fight for their city, who believe in their city but whose people oftentimes give it a hard, make it hard to fight for he hears those cries too he hears the cries he hears the cries and on Tuesday we have the opportunity to cry out to God but to also speak up for God Listen to what God says to Moses: Go, show up, speak up, and stand up. Go into Pharaoh's court, look him in the eye, tell him what I've told you to tell. Him. And Moses got to scrambling and said, "God, you, you, you know, you know, I, am slow of speech, and, 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 and I may not be able to articulate." the case well, I may not be able to defend your position well, I may not be able to say what you really said, and, and when they, when they push me in a corner and ask me, uh, who sent me, what am I supposed to tell all these people? And God said, if, if, if you're looking for somebody, to, just tell them I am. Just tell them I sent you. I am that I am sent you. Lift up your voice, let your voice be heard. I'm through, I'm done. November 3rd, Tuesday, let your voice be heard. Stand up. Show up. Speak up. And let God use you as a voice and a vessel for his vision for this nation. You stand. Stand this morning. prayer for our nation right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, in just a few hours, all across this nation, people will take a stand. People's voices will be heard on both sides. God, right now, I pray, we pray. For the safety of our nation, we pray for the integrity of the vote. And we pray, O oh God, that your way and your will be done. For every state, for every circuit court clerk, for all the poll workers and poll watchers. For all who will take part in this election process, O oh God, we pray that your hand and your hedge be around them. For all who will go out and cast their vo- votes and lift their voices. Oh God, we pray for courage. We pray for energy. We pray for strength. We pray for power. We pray for direction and guidance in the name of Jesus. Lord, you know what we stand in need of. You know where we are as a country and as a nation. And you also know where you want us to be. And so God, in the name of Jesus, do your mighty work and your mighty will in us and through us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray. We pray, oh God, not for party now. We pray, oh God, for providence. We pray, Lord, that your righteous way and your righteous rule would reign throughout this land. Let justice flow down like a mighty stream in the name of Jesus. Let justice flow in Jackson. Let justice flow in Gulfport. Let justice flow through Alabama. Let justice flow on the East Coast and West Coast. Let justice flow, O oh God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, God. We glorify your name and we believe it to be done in the name of Jesus. And for his sake, we pray. Amen and amen. Listen, before we go, I want to offer someone who may be looking and listening on the opportunity to join not only this church, but to join the body of Christ by opening your heart to the Lord Jesus. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sin, there should be a number on your screen right now. I want you to call that number because there's someone who's waiting to talk to you to lead you into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Call that number. We're waiting to hear from you right now. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you. Now henceforth and forevermore in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Praise God.